Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. Today's topic, you have more power than you think. One of the best ways that I stay sane in this crazy world is to be intentional with the messages that I allow to enter into my mind. And this is why I limit my time on social media, listening to, or reading the news. I know enough to stay alert, but I don't want all that negativity to play with my mind. However, there were a couple stories that struck a nerve with me. (laughs) Naomi Osaka, a very famous, talented tennis player, literally stated that she had no desire to speak with the media because she wanted to preserve her mental health. The French Open fined her $15,000 for not speaking with the media and then threatened to expel her from the tournament. Naomi pretty much said, you know what, I'll do you one better. I'm just going to withdraw from the tournament. And I absolutely love, love, love that she did this. She put her well-being first and demonstrated that she was in control not them. And by the way, I've never understood, nor do I agree with why athletes have to speak to the media in the first place. If you think about it, it's a really very unhealthy relationship that many athletes should not condone. The media does nothing but ask stupid questions in an attempt to make themselves feel better. And that's why I absolutely love how Venus Williams responded to the media's questions about how she felt about Naomi. And Venus said, for me personally, how I deal with it is that I know every single person asking me a question can't play as well as I can and never will. So no matter what you say or what you write, you'll never light a candle to me. So that's how I deal with it. But each person deals with it differently. (laughs) Now, as my mom would say, she told them off in a professional way, which is something she taught me how to do very early on in my career. So when you see this power struggle dynamic between athletes and the media, it all boils down to control. The media so desperately wants to demonstrate what power they perceive they believe they possess. However, in reality, it's the exact opposite. And if athletes decide that they're not going to give interviews, guess who's out of a job? And if you think about it, when the media has the opportunity to use their power for good, Let's say, for example, bringing attention to the fact that the NFL finally decided to stop the use of race norming and how they paid out the $1 billion settlement of brain injury claims. And in case you're wondering, what is race norming? It's an incredibly insulting methodology, assuming that black NFL players started off with a lower cognitive function, basically meaning they weren't as smart as the white NFL players, and that the NFL wouldn't need to compensate the black NFL players with as much money as the white NFL players. Again, (laughs) that to me would be a much more worthwhile story the media should pay attention to rather than bother athletes who clearly do not want to speak with them. The majority of the media doesn't channel their investigative skills nearly as hard as to get to the bottom of issues like systemic racism, poverty, and other issues that plague our world. And so it got me thinking, how many of us live our lives thinking we're less than or not good enough? 
when we have more power than we think. God created us to have a powerful, vibrant mind that controls our entire being. And if we accept the negativity that Satan attempts to project into our life, then Satan can build a fortress within our mind. And he can turn our mind into a powerful weapon that can destroy us from the inside out. And as someone who's been in a position of feeling less than, it's been a lifelong struggle to get to where I am. It definitely didn't happen overnight. (laughs) The way we could start to harness the power that God gave us is by being intentional with our speech. So many of us, so many of us, (laughs) fall prey to living aimless lives because we aren't being intentional with our words. God warns us to watch what we say because the tongue has the power of life and death. And when we're careless with our words, as Proverbs 6.2 states, you've been trapped by what you said and snared by the words of your mouth. The words that we choose to speak will determine the outcome of our life. Throughout the course of my life, I've seen this in action. I'm turning 39 next month in July. And it literally wasn't until about three years ago when I lost everything, and I mean everything, that I finally started being intentional with my words. I was constantly on the move, doing my best to change my circumstances without focusing on God and speaking negativity all along the way. Talk about a complete recipe for disaster. This is an area I still struggle with today. A good chunk of my life was spent feeling like I was less than enough. And this couldn't have been further from the truth. By the way, there's some serious irony here because I recently learned that my name Tasha, again, my full name is LaTasha, but everyone calls me Tasha. And I recently learned that my name Tasha in Swahili, Swahili is an African language in case you're not familiar with um, Swahili. But it literally means enough, adequate, or sufficient. (laughs) I mean, you got to love the irony in that. And due to not being intentional with my words, like a child, I was being tossed back and forth by the waves of life. And I was trying so hard to solve circumstances in my life within my own strength without going to God in prayer. I was so, so lost And I was wandering through this world without an anchor, and that's extremely dangerous. When you live in this world without allowing God to be your anchor, you leave yourself vulnerable to society projecting their ideas as to who they want you to be. And oftentimes, if you're basing your happiness on being a people pleaser, well, (laughs) you're just setting yourself up for failure. And there are always, 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 there's always going to be people who don't like you because of how you look, how you talk, your demeanor, the list goes on. You'll never be able to please people, but you can please God. And so when you strive to please God, you'll notice that you're oftentimes alone. And there's so much evil and negativity in this world. It takes guts to go against the crowd. And if you spend a good portion of your life as a people pleaser, it's going to be scary the first time you go against the crowd. However, Speaking from experience, (laughs) the benefits of keeping my sanity and health intact far outweigh whatever support, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, people may or may not offer. Speaking up for yourself is going to make you happy. And when you're happy, you feel more confident in your abilities. And this places you in a position to find or develop 
your talents and purpose in life. And once this occurs, you're going to experience a peace that surpasses all understanding. And in a world filled with chaos, people are going to be drawn to you. You're going to be radiating with joy and peace that people will without a doubt want to share in as well. And it shouldn't come as a surprise that your willingness to take control of your power is going to inspire others to do the same. Do what you have to do in order to reclaim your time and peace of mind so you can be the bold lion God destined you to be. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a five-star review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.